Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Uh, I was like a pirate. I forgot your name. I forgot my own name. Wrestle <laughs> me, Peter. That's so much better. How are you doing, Mark? Yeah, Haynes? very good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm in the middle of a, what can only be described as a football podcast tour. Yeah, amazing. That's what everybody uh, wants to be on. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it, it realise if you can do it with a football podcast, you can do it with a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I think so. But yeah. Rather than a world tour, can we just go to Brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> and not do the show? Can we go on holiday to Brooklyn? <laughs> Just go to Thailand. Yeah. Not Thailand, that sounds weird. Never mind. Wrestle me. The wrong, the wrong first one to come out. <laughs> Mr. Swirly Face is back. Uh-oh. Hey, An well, early mention. Well, we haven't actually done this for quite a while, have we? I mean, oh, yeah, Our last show would have been the live show that we did. Yes. Um, because we've actually just managed to, by putting out the old live show mm. uh, and the one before that, uh, yeah. we've managed to actually have a little bit of time off. I had to bother the people of King's Place to give me the audio from not only this year's show, but last <laughs> Last year, sure. They had it in full high definition. Uh, amazing. 15 channel audio. I was like, mate, we recorded it on. <laughs> we just shouted down microphones. As good as those two. It slightly makes up for the fact that even though we were in one of the main venues, they didn't provide us with a dressing room on the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we got changed in what can only be described as a meeting room. Yeah, it was a little bit like if you were going to do a uh, a play for uh, a school. <laughs> yes. And they put you in a room where there's just lots of tables. <laughs> it was David Brent. I love being backstage. It was exactly that kind of room. Room. Yeah, Should have brought our own boombox. Yeah, we did get changed and thing, uh, but we had a really good live show. Uh, I guess we haven't talked about that since we we've given Mo- you the live show, but we haven't talked about the live show. Um, thanks to everyone who uh, came down. We had a bloody good. Giggle. Yeah, it was lovely to meet so many of you. Met a few of you before. Mm. Uh, Andy, I met before uh, in the pub, and uh, everyone else had sort of like been quite quiet in the pub, so I didn't know who was who. <laughs> and you can't walk around going, "Hey, hey <laughs> you guys, part of the crew." Yeah, I'm constantly scared of sort of announcing, "Thanks for coming down." when they go, what? Yeah. I'm not down for you. <laughs> what do you think I'm here for? And you have to go, wrestling podcast? And, <laughs> and they'll they just go, go oh, what do they take me for? You, what do they take me for? All right, piss off fatty. That's, <laughs> <laughs> they're from the like a rude beano. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to meet everyone because the yeah. one thing we do with this, of course, is it is just us two meeting in a central London location mm. at night. 
It's an absolute radio in a, in a gallery recording studio. It's not even a full recording studio. No. It's half of one. I mean, the only thing, when I leave, there's like cleaners walking around. And you know, like. Sometimes they just walk in the studio. And go, oh, <laughs> they have done, yeah. But when, they're, when, you, when you're like in a building at night and there's cleaners yeah. and they don't expect you to be there, you can always see as you walk up behind them, you think, I better make some noise because, you know, <laughs> yeah. there'll be a bit of a hoover on. They always look around and you can see in the first instance. They always think it's a ghost. There's <laughs> <laughs> a tiny little, um, I think it's from Venezuela, the tiny little old uh, Venezuelan lady who cleans upstairs mm-hmm. uh, at, uh, in Golden Square. And uh, she's very, very lovely. And last week she accidentally called me a sexy boy. <laughs> like the heartbreak kid himself. Take her on holiday to Thailand. <laughs> Yay. Um, well, we're, we're going to uh, crack straight on because we are at WrestleMania 22. I enjoyed this one, Mark. It's good, isn't it? It's it, good. It's a good little, good little package. It, it's one of those ones that having watched it... Could lop an hour off. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it two days ago and I've slightly forgotten a lot about it. Yeah, I watched half of it yesterday, half of it today, and certainly the second half of this yeah. will make a lot more sense because I can remember a lot more of it. <laughs> it's it's the start of, of really this this shift between ruthless aggression into more of the PG era. Right. And you've got a couple of bits that outlie, like your, your Edge and Mick Foley is still a good attitude era, ruthless yeah. aggression match. Mm. Uh, but they're beginning to sort of like, you know, just become more professional. And that is bad news for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's still enough there, I think. I think you can really tell that they're trying to like distance themselves from from us. From us. <laughs> they choose this is WrestleMania 22, and the catchphrase is "Big Time." Yes. Um, ironically, this is the last WrestleMania to take place in a small arena. Mm. After this, it's all stadiums. Right. So this, as when they say "Big Time," it's actually the last of the small time. <laughs> but. <laughs> they use this big time thing and they have no theme. And so last year they were doing um, Goes Hollywood and they had everyone <laughs> pretend they're in Hollywood films. Right. And this one's just big time. And you go, what's what's the sort of general theme of it? And well, you just go... Um, we, we bought the rights to a Peter Gabriel song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to use it. Which again seems like really a, a way of going, <laughs> we're actually quite serious and professional. It's the sort of music that businessmen like. Yeah. In the film Big American Psycho. Do, do, do. <laughs> but it seems like in 2006, who was listening to Peter no Gabriel? One. No one. It seemed uh. mad. It would be a bit like next year's being, oh, it's it's Jeff Love and the Mantovani Orchestra. <laughs> we, we decided to use that to get the, the fan base that we're no, after. No, it would be, oh, who's the, it was the, he was the darling of the BBC. He was in um, the um, Lou Reed Perfect Day reimagining first time round. Mm. And he goes, oh, it's a perfect day. Dr. John. Dr. John. Dr. John. It would be like having Dr. John. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the red, the late Doctor John, or a Mika song that you don't <laughs> recognise. Police welcome, <laughs> recording sensation Mika. He once he once refused to sign a guitar for Absolute Radio. <laughs> Did he? I mean. People presented that to me as if that was a story that was worth telling. It, but I sort of respond with, "He's not a legendary axe man, Mika, is he?" But he, he did say, "I don't do that sort of thing." He should have signed his own throat because he's known for his brilliant Sick. range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this this they, they have actually sort of turned a corner here. So this is almost, as, as I say, last arena show, mm. but it sells out in two minutes flat. This this WrestleMania, right? Okay. So they realise, okay, well, this is now 
WrestleMania is beyond established. Mm. We don't have to worry about whether it's going to sell tickets. We are now a bit like the Super Bowl. We are a big sporting event. Or the event. Football Ramble Tour. Yeah, or the Football <laughs> Ramble Tour, except it could sell out High Wycombe. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, High Wycombe, what he's doing. But they've got this sense of now we know that WrestleMania, the name, is doing all the work. Yes. So this is a WrestleMania that, that is the last of the old era. From now on, it is corporate like you wouldn't believe. Right, OK. WrestleMania 25... Even us, Alex uh, Zane and I from XFM, we got to go oh, is that, that was, to WrestleMania yes. 25. Okay, and that, okay. that is the thing of, of it is becoming corporate and mm. they're beginning to go, well, this is entertainment, it's no longer wrestling. Yes. And you slightly can see that in the ring where it's more about entertainment, this one, mm. than it is about great wrestling. And when mm. they do do some good wrestling, it's actually quite dull. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other big thing that's, that, that this WrestleMania is, is this is the first WrestleMania since the death of Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Oh, don't we fuck not as well. Don't it's in every, we it's in every know bloody it. scene. Someone's defiling his memory. Yeah, and what's really funny is, is, is when Chris Benoit um, in I think two thousand and I want to say seven. Mm. I might be wrong. Might be two thousand and. Nine, I can't remember. I've got it written down somewhere. Mm. But when he then dies, then they have that thing of going too many deaths and we can't really sort of like celebrate people anymore. Right. At this time, they are ringing the tragic death of Eddie Guerrero for all it's worth. Yeah. It comes up in two different matches where mm-hmm. there are sort of nods and illusions which are dis-fucking-tasteful. <laughs> in, in, the, in the extreme, we'll come on to them, but yeah, my word. To the, the death of a 38-year-old man who was at that time one of the <laughs> biggest stars in the, in the business. Mm. Um, what Eddie Guerrero's death also does is it has a bit of a knock-on effect on this WrestleMania. Because he's been a big star, when he goes, mm. there's problems. They have to shore up SmackDown. And they've got this brand split as well at this right. point. And they continue, even today, to do this brand split. And it has never, ever worked. <laughs> it just it just collapses every time. Well, the Raw versus SmackDown versus everything else. Yeah, so, right. but part of the, the, the change with Eddie Guerrero is you lose the WrestleMania 22 that we could have had. Right. So the first part of that is a couple of weeks before Guerrero's death, um, it was pitched to Vince McMahon that this WrestleMania should have Shawn Michaels versus Eddie Guerrero. Mm. The two of them had never met before, even though they'd been working for the same company for years. Yeah. They had never, ever met in the ring. Oh, sweet. And this would have been a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime match between two people who had quite similar... Pause. They were they were seen as being too small. They were seen as being the best of their generation. It would have been absolutely knockout. Now, when Eddie, Eddie dies, Shawn Michaels is obviously left without an opponent. So they end up doing Vince McMahon. Yeah. Because Vince McMahon taken over on all of the um, Eddie Guerrero um, stories. <laughs> seems to. I'll get rid of them for you. How Vince did not die at thirty eight <laughs> is is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. But Vince McMahon had another match lined up that that they hoped to do. So Bret Hart is in the Hall of Fame this year. Mm. You wouldn't know that really from watching WrestleMania because he doesn't come out. He's still having a problem with the company. Right. And they have come to an agreement to release a DVD. And instead of it being a hatchet job on him, he's, uh, you know, basically they've had back and forth so that it can be a respectful career anthology. Mm -hmm. And the bridges are beginning to be mended between them. What happens is in one of these chats they're having about the DVD, Vince McMahon on the phone says to him, would you think about coming back to this WrestleMania 22 and having a match with me? We can do a street fight so we don't have to hit your head because he's retired due to concussions. Right. And Bret Hart says, I'll think about it. And for a while, it looks like they're going to have that match at this WrestleMania, but then Vince suddenly comes in one day and goes, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Likely because Bret Hart said, no, I'm still... I know we're getting better, but we're not there yet. Mm. So th- that match would happen at WrestleMania 26. Oh, uh, cool. 
it, by which time, I mean, it was a disaster. Um, <laughs> but it could have been a disaster on this one. The other thing that, that happens, Eddie Guerrero dies, they've had to move Kurt Angle over from Raw to SmackDown to fill the void that he's left. Okay. And uh, Kurt Angle would have been in a match with The Undertaker. Mm. Uh, Undertaker was desperate for a classic WrestleMania match. Um, he went to Angle and said, look... I really want to have the match with you so much that I'm happy because you've got the the title belt at the minute. I'm happy to lose just because I want to have a classic WrestleMania match. Okay. Vince uh, gets involved and basically Kurt says, Undertaker suggested I, uh, he lose to me and I'd love to. And Vince is like, absolutely no way. <laughs> and the fourth match that could have happened is probably the last time they could have done and they were both in the company at the same time, Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. And right. it, it was just, I mean, they didn't do it. They would have been part their prime it would have been dreadful unedifying um but <laughs> it didn't happen good. so the other match that doesn't happen is orton versus batista which has been built yes. up for a year because batista has a, a triceps injury right. so he can't compete in this wrestlemania so the wrestlemania that we didn't get this year could have been really really great <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting what you get is you get a wrestlemania that's full of people who can really go matches mm. that are really good an unbelievably hot crowd yeah even if they are booing sometimes the people they're supposed to cheer <laughs> um but but what could have been is the thing that you just sort of sit and wish had happened <laughs> uh, terrible news um uh, the, the the first match uh, is is a dark match. I know mm. you love a dark match. Love a dark match. Viscera won by eliminating Snitsky in a <laughs> battle royale that lasted six minutes and nine seconds. These are all new people for you, aren't you? Do you have any Snitsky. idea of them? I've no idea who Snitsky is. <laughs> You'd love Snitsky. <laughs> he did a uh, a very very confusing storyline where Lita, I think, was made pregnant by Kane. She right. had his baby, and Snitsky ended up grabbing the baby and punting it into the crowd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Right, well, one I'm, of right, the I'm writing that down. That's, that's getting a watch. Uh, he also had terrible back acne, right. um, which uh, he, he said was not due to steroids. But, I mean, either way, I mean, terrible back acne. Well, says, well Chris, I mean, it is. Uh, Chris Masters, the masterpiece, uh, yep. when he does, obviously, there's a lot of flexing in his promo video. Um, when it goes onto his back, oh, there's, there's a quick, there's a quick, uh, there's a quick flip from the actual screen in the auditorium to uh, the crowd, let's say, <laughs> because his, even under, you know, professional lighting, you can still see the pockmark. It's really? big old what, caverns. Why does it happen? Do you know? I don't know. I told, I said it before because I got it because uh, I've been taking steroids since I was a kid. Uh, shit steroids that make you actually weaker, <laughs> makes it harder to put on muscle. Really dishonest dealer. No, it's really annoying. So uh, yeah, it's it's you. Um, you just have this kind of cystic. It's just lumps, lumpy, Shut lumpy up. back. They're not. They, uh, they don't look like spots. They're just big old rotten rotters, <laughs> painful little rotters. I suppose they're like follicle muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's calmed down now, but I mean, again, it, I mean, I guess for wrestlers, they're just really going to town on it. Yeah, it's a funny period this because 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 of the death of Eddie Guerrero, mm. which is due to a heart failure. So not technically a top toxicology overdose mm. um, but steroids enlarge the muscles mm. and they also the heart being a muscle enlarge your heart mm. so he had he had died of that it was a funny one because it, uh, people don't die at 36 for no reason no um, and he did die but yet you've got people like Chris Masters mm. who 
I, I, I don't think those genetics can be anything but help. No. I mean, I may be wrong about that. I'm not a doctor. No. I'm not even a Mexican doctor <laughs> who doesn't care who what steroids do. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's, just, it's just a curious one. What seems odd is that there are people in this period who are not on, uh, being... Who are not clean. Mm. I think, you know, like that Chris Benoit, for example. It's very, it's very clear... Um, the physiques that I, I don't think there are many wrestlers, if we're hand on heart, that aren't using illegal. <laughs> they're using something because they're, because they're 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 too big. That's, that's not that's not just working out. You can't get that big. I'm sure of it. Fa- famously, Vince McMahon, for example, is not a performer. Uh, he's not contracted talent because yeah. contracted talent have to go through mm. um, drug tests. Yeah. Um, but but Chris Benoit, when he was when he died, he was found to have huge levels of testosterone, of mm. course, which is which is all a supplement that you're taking to counteract counteract the effect of steroids. So oh, there was uh, clearly a steroid culture. And to be honest, if you start early enough, you can sort of when you're still growing and inject yourself with <clears throat> lots and lots of testosterone. Workout. As you get older, and, and you find this a lot with um, certain footballers and stuff, and certainly some performers like in the UFC and boxing and stuff, they'll take the testosterone when they're young so that when they get older, um, their body is used to a certain amount of testosterone. Their body doesn't produce enough testosterone for it because it's always been used to the supplements. So therefore, medically, you can be prescribed a ridiculous amount of testosterone yeah, yeah. as a grown man. Which was woman. certainly the case with Benoit. Mm. Yeah, that was one of the things that they almost used a loophole saying, well, it's his old steroid uh, use is the reason mm. he was on this practically illegal level of <laughs> testosterone. Um, but, but still, nothing bad happened, eh? No, <laughs> you know? absolutely fine. It's, uh, absolutely fine. It's, I'm fascinated by how much you know about steroids. Yeah, I, I, well, I know the stuff that that I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> but they, as I said, they mine causes stunted growth and muscle wastage. So <laughs> they're literally geekazoid pills. They're literally <laughs> pills for losers. Literal uh, asthma inhalers for losers. Uh, amazing. The only <laughs> steroid fact I know is that when the Dynamite Kid first introduced Davy Boy Smith to steroids, mm. he injected them into Davy Boy Smith's buttocks. But as a joke, uh, it wasn't steroids. He just had a syringe full of milk. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. just going to give you an infection. <laughs> Good lord! I mean, I mean, I don't think Dynamite Kid was bothered about whether Dave Wismith <laughs> survived or didn't. Um, it, it was just a great laugh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Oh, I tell you who isn't on steroids. Michelle Williams from Sesame's Child. <laughs> she's also, I would tell you what she is on. She's on tenterhooks because she doesn't look like she's having the greatest time. No, she looks, thinks that she's going to get custard pied. She's doing something funny with her hands. Yeah, she kind of like does. I think she's miming. I went to see the Joker this afternoon and he does this move with his waistcoat. She's kind of doing that. Quite a lot. <laughs> I couldn't tell whether she was trying to Playing signal to someone like her agent. <laughs> but she's got a thing where she goes, if you see me doing this, you have to say, do you know what, Michelle's actually very ill at the minute and she has to leave immediately. She's sort of playing a tiny... You know when you were around your grands you used to play the potato slice or the egg slice, rather? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> dun, 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 she's doing that. There's a beautiful bit here, which is wrestling <laughs> in a nutshell, where they've obviously said to her, you're going to sing the national anthem, mm. and she is, like, brilliant, fantastic. And no mm. one has said, we will also be overlaying images uh, of our stars doing stuff which is uh, beneath you. <laughs> so you cut to some of the tribute uh, for the troops things. Yeah. So you get Ric Flair doing the strut with someone in what basically looks like Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> then, old, old Walter Mitty Cena hanging out. Yeah. False valour. Pretending he's a Marine. At ease, everybody. <laughs> I know one thing. I hope they don't say something back because then I'm stuffed. But there's a great bit of Candice Michelle just in her Christmas suspenders. Yes. Literally being crowd surfed by all these horny American jocks. Jock soldiers. Michelle Williams singing about, you know, the land of the free over the top of it. She must have, again, I say she she must have got back and watched the video and been cross about it. She she's never going to watch this. Never, watch that never, never, never. She never. did stick around later on, though. She was spotted in the crowd later on enjoying Booker yeah. T's match. With, funny. With, uh, she, she's obviously there with her partner. Mm. Um, I shouldn't imagine they're together still. No. He seemed like an absolute tosspot. <laughs> he, he did not want to be seen on camera, it seemed. She, uh, you're there with uh, a member of Destiny's Child. Sorry, I would want everyone to know I went. That was someone from Destiny's Child. Uh, Even the one they, ones they fired before they got famous. That would be my sign. Yeah. I'd be with Michelle Williams. And I'd be holding up a sign that says, I'm with Michelle Williams. <laughs> but he, she sort of, she sort of, some, sometimes celebrities do it, especially when they're not really interested in wrestling. <laughs> when the camera cuts to them and they have to do their smile and wave, mm. they quite often grab the person next to them and sort of put them in a headlock. Ooh. And she basically puts her hands on this guy and he is like, bitch, please. <laughs> what, what a twat. <laughs> Talk to me on your nest of WV. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like how this whole kind of montage about the troops and stuff cuts straight back to the crowd and then a sign that says, this is my bachelorette. <laughs> really undercuts the emotions and the Harrier jump jet we saw and stuff, whatever yeah. it is. 
Well, that's, Fantastic. I mean, it, it is it is still for me a really weird note. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a great re- example of Americana. Yeah. It's over the top and it's brassy and it's mm. showy and everything. But this strange period where they ally themselves with American <laughs> troops while they're in a war. Yeah. I don't know whether it was an attempt to just sort of make sure that their programs were streamed in military units. They always used really, to sort yeah. of certainly tribute for the troops. They would I mean that is a, a special that ran sort of at Christmas time. And it was just one of those ones where they would they would just I mean it was gross. Yeah. It was really weird. It's a funny thing about it's a reminder, really, that WWE is an international company that is watched all over the world. Mm. And it, it's only when you watch, like, Tribute to the Troops that you get an idea about how weird it would be if you were from Finland and you watch it and you just go, none <laughs> of this, this makes any sense to me. I don't understand the references. <laughs> they all seem, you know, bananas. They're like, no one we've got here. Our only representative is the Viking Ludwig Borger um, from 1993. Um, it's, just, it's just a strange one. And I'm really glad that they've slightly... Sort pulled back on that now. Because mm, it just doesn't make any sense. No, I, also, I mean, what they have now is they have probably a more racially mixed roster than they've ever had at any part of time in their company. Uh, the, the you know, you've got Japanese stars, you've mm. got uh, Muslim stars who are mm. sort of big, and I suppose you have to take out a little bit of those politics. Yeah, you know, too. You've got Sami Zayn, for example, who's from uh, he's Syrian heritage, right. and they, they do, they'd signed this big deal with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Most recently, uh, it's been announced today that Tyson Fury, the boxer, mm. is taking on Braun Strowman. He is being paid $15 million yeah. for that one match. Um, Who's Braun Strowman? He's a great big dude. You will right. see him in the, in the last sort of WrestleManias guy. that we'll get to. Yeah. But the, um, the with Sami Zayn, who had Syrian heritage, they were like, we're going to put on the show of a lifetime for the Saudi Arabian people. And they were like, we don't want any of the women. And they were like, yep, no problem. And then they were like, let's just have a look at the list of people. <laughs> and they're like, where's he from? What's his real Where's Sammy Zane from? Where's he built yeah. from? Tell me his parents, jobs and names. <laughs> uh, and he was basically not allowed to go right. because the Saudi Arabians did not want to see a Syrian. I mean, amazing, it's just it? amazing. But, you know, but it's a lot of money, isn't You'll it? Watch a literal dead man. <laughs> yes. I'm not watching a Syrian. After probably Undertaker and Goldberg, that match, they probably said, do you know what? Bring we on, should have had Sami Zayn in. Because women. it couldn't have been worse than this. <laughs> and nobody dropped in on people's heads. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, Terrible. Yeah. So the first <laughs> match is the Raw uh, Tag Team Champions, Kane and the Big Show, mm. against Carlito and Chris Masters. Mm. After, after a really good montage, really enjoyed the montage. Mm. Mm. really emotional because obviously I've been watching this for a while and I've seen everything yeah. the WrestleMania I've obviously seen everything so everything in this montage I've seen at some point it's, I'm a, like, it's a oh. good historical package yeah, isn't it lovely. Yeah. they're getting better and better at that sort of thing yeah it understanding seems. their past and they get much better and better and better as mm. they begin to buy up all of the film of the entire you know sport yeah um, they, so they, they own, own it all so mm. you know you can then be proud of it mm. but yeah I, I mean it's, it is that lovely thing and again that's partly about the shift between going we're putting on matches you want to see and this is Wrestlemania mm. and you're coming to see Wrestlemania now rather than anyone sort of individual who's right. on, the, on the card I mean I mean, who is going to come and see Kane and Big Show versus Carlito and Chris Masters <laughs> how many tickets did that shift <laughs> this is uh, the very first time that 
uh, Big Show has been victorious in a WrestleMania match. Really? But he doesn't get the pin. <laughs> it will be another four years until he manages to get a pin at WrestleMania. I thought you were going to say this is the only time a wrestler who's been billed from the Caribbean is actually from the Caribbean. Like, oh, well done, everyone. Well done. No, that is true. Uh, Carlito is, is the son of uh, the, the Puerto Rican legend uh, Carlos Colon, mm. uh, who is actually um, his, his company, the Puerto Rican company, uh, World Wrestling Council, which is WWC, they have just sold their library to the WWE. Right. Um, although no one's quite sure how much of it remains because it was severely damaged in one of the big hurricanes oh. a few years back. So they may have just bought a load of soggy old crap. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos Colon sitting at home saying, it definitely says no returns. No returns. I cannot be, I can't, you, you bought, you bought, you bought. Uh, I don't know how they speak in Puerto Rico. Um, probably not like that. What? <laughs> Hang on, let me think of what Razor Ramon does. He's sort of going, he's Cuba. You bought, you bought. Oh, oh I wouldn't do that, Pete. That's no, really out of order. No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> How does Reservoir speak? Was he, uh, where was he from? Say hello, Tony Baga. I shouldn't think. They're not a return. I can't do it. God, we're just doing impressions of South Americans now, aren't we? I should think that. Terrible. Uh, taking my, my cue from Scott Hall, I shouldn't think Scott Hall was like, I want to make this as accurate as possible. <laughs> no, Going to really care. get this right. Um, <laughs> all he would have done is gone, yeah, this one time I banged a bride from Puerto Rico. She said a bit like this. You know, great, man. Um, Chris Masters, who we mentioned, is, is mm. he's got the old um, Lex Luger narcissist gimmick yes. of just flexing and, and being mm. big. And they put him on a long run and it was one of those funny ones in a period where everyone was like he's not very interesting he's mm. not very exciting he doesn't seem to have much in the ring but they seem to love his body right and so <laughs> when you're telling people not to take steroids and there's a bloke who looks like he really is on steroids massively and yeah. they're just pushing and pushing and pushing him yeah. he had an unbeaten streak for almost a year really I, think. I mean it was and nobody cared nobody cared about him <laughs> he had this master lock which was the full Nelson and a very old sort of like 1970s wrestling gimmick is no one can break his full Nelson and so who would be the first and I can't remember who the first was it doesn't matter <laughs> his career ended because he, he ran out of cuprinol flavoured um, <laughs> it tan, slightly tan is he, um, he had a, uh, a, a painkiller um, uh, I was about to say obsession addiction and he had to go into <laughs> rehab for it mm. and when he came out of rehab he'd lost 60 pounds because he hadn't been working out and mm. um, when he came back on the announcers and triple h and things would openly mock him for losing all his size what, for looking like shit yep uh, nice. jbl on one of the tv shows actually said he looks like he escaped from a concentration camp wow <sighs> that's strong i Shocking. imagine he still looked fantastic <laughs> yeah do you know what if you met him in any circumstance you go this is the most stacked guy i've ever seen and then bradshaw's sitting there when he's out in front of like thirteen thousand people doing a match just going he looks like a concentrate you know <laughs> you prick anyway that is pretty much the kiss of death on his on his right. uh, his wwe run yeah they just sort of lose all interest in him now he's no longer essentially a ball of ham <laughs> <laughs> steroided ham yeah um, never mind uh, well done for, for show as well show is in another period of his career where he can't be asked and he's turned up to <laughs> Wrestlemania he's done a few looking of these. big and heavy yeah and well he he's gone for the tan rather than the working out hasn't he yes <laughs> so went, I've got two choices I can either get a sweet tan. I love the fact as well that someone must have said to him, you've got WrestleMania coming up. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, you're going to get a haircut for it, special? <laughs> a couple of days before? And then going, well, no, it's fine. Looks looks fine. <laughs> so he goes out and he just looks all sort of shaggy and unkempt, <laughs> like a sort of badly stored giant. <laughs> really, you know, he just can't be fucked. He's a big, no. beefy lump, like a teenager. <laughs> Do your hair. <laughs> Clean up. Put a bit of effort in. Hey, the crowd won't like this match, though. They're really into it, Huge. surprisingly. Huge. 
Mm. And I think it's it's the level of the stars of Big Show and Kane. The the funny thing about this match is is <laughs> is it's an odd one where you've got the two baby faces are about a foot taller than the bad guys. Yeah. The bad guys have an insurmountable hill to climb, <laughs> and yet the match sort of works, you yeah. know. But it's also very reminiscent of the period, which is these two, Carlito and Chris Masters, they are just forgettable. Yeah. They're, they're bland. They do, they, they're fine. They do a good job, you know, and it's just you don't care. Yeah. And there's a lot of that, especially sort of off WrestleMania, of the people who are around at this period. Who mm. You just, you, you can't care, and you would be hard-pressed to remember... 15 years on, you yep. know, heartbreaking. Mm. Um, there's a little bit I love here as well, which is you see the sign throughout this WrestleMania, which is someone holding up saying, It's still real to me, damn it. Oh, it's like block. <coughs> Do you remember this this video? I remember the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, who, was, who were the wrestlers in the room? Uh, Terry Funk and I think Harley Race. Uh, and it they was. They put themselves through hell, to be fair. Yeah, and I had a look at this, and it's, and it's sort of nice. So he, he famously, there was a fan who stood up to mm. ask a question at the Starcade Fan Fest. Is that what that was? Yeah, it's nice to get a bit of context. thing. Because I remember, like, obviously watching it just because it's a man blubbing, a grown man blubbing about wrestling. And yeah. ha-ha, isn't that funny? And he, he, so he's talking to them, and mm. he basically says, may I ask a question? Mm. And within moments, his voice is cracking. Yeah. And he sort of says, I think he said, he, I've got his words, but I think if I remember it, he just sort of goes, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and then there's a pause, and he goes, this is still real to me, damn it. Yeah. And He sort of thanks them for putting themselves through what they put them through. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and it was used as a thing of like going, look at this fucking loser. Yeah. Um, and you, you still see, it's still real to me, damn it, you hear a lot. Yeah. But I'd look into, look into just the story of the guy who, who mm. cr- broke up, and he was a guy called David Wills, and he went there and he said, all I wanted to do is ask them for some funny stories about the wrestler Dick Murdoch, famous sort of hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> what actually happened was he became a meme for 10 he years. He did, he did. And he basically had, had, had got there and he said as he was arriving, he saw a Harley race getting out of a car mm. and he said he could barely walk and he was incredibly slow. Right. And he and he sort of went, I, I just found that a bit heartbreaking. Mm. And when he got in, they were talking about... Um, uh, Terry Funk had said, I wish I could have had another match with Eddie Guerrero. They'd had a famous one when Eddie Guerrero was enhancement talent in the NWA, yeah. stroke WCW. And Eddie Guerrero had died about a week before. And David Wills sat there and he sort of was going, these guys all put their bodies on the line and mm. they're destroyed. Mm. And, he, and he said, I remember Cactus Jack doing a promo in ECW that was like, if you fans love hardcore so much, how many of you have written to Dynamite Kid to say, are you okay? Can we do anything? Mm. And he said, and I began thinking about all these wrestlers who were just destroyed themselves for our entertainment. Yeah. And he said, I just began getting very, very emotional. Yeah. And he said, as the Q&A was going on, he said, I wanted to ask my question about Dick Murdoch. I wanted to thank the wrestlers for the sacrifice and the hard work, and I wanted to say I appreciated what they did to their bodies for our entertainment. Needless to say, it didn't come out that way. <laughs> he said, I choked and I started crying. Uh, I then began stammering with nervousness, and so he then yelled, It's still real to me, damn it! Um, I regained my composure, finished asking my question, and enjoyed some Dick Murdoch stories from the panel. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody puts the Dick Murdoch stories on that clip. That is the point. That is the point of the clip. (laughs) My word. But he writes a beautiful thing, and and he does have a a, a sum up, which is very much about how I feel about wrestling. Mm. And he'd written about this, and I think actually he's since sort of gone... 
the response that he got from being trying to explain it yes. and saying it was a genuine emotion, I think he's a bit like everyone is still taking the piss out of me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so whatever, you know, fuck off. But he wrote a really, really nice thing and he just sort of says, wrestling is unlike any form of sports or entertainment. If done well, it's a hybrid of both with some of the best athletes, unbelievable personalities and some of the most passionate fans you will find. This hybrid is one that will grab you and keep you hooked. Heroes come to life and fight for the battle of good versus evil nightly. This sport is one where a child can still dream about growing up to overcome the odds and be the best he can and dream about being the best in the ring and be able to be called champion. This is the sport which I love, professional wrestling. And he signs off because it's still real to me. Damn it. Oh, that's made me a bit emotional, to oh, be honest. Oh, lovely, lovely Bless David his, what, Wells. What a lovely man. So he... if you ever saw that meme and you <laughs> laughed at it, I hope Terry Funk comes around your house and puts your eye out with a branding iron <laughs> and then a tells blo- you a wonderful story about Dick Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, well, that one, uh, we managed to get past the first match and then uh, t- told a wonderful anecdote about that. Poor man who I'm, was sad. I mean, I don't want to be the person to jump in there and say it, but this is absolutely a vintage episode of Wrestle Me. Wrestle Me Beats! See you next time. was a Stakhanov production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.